And we're live. Welcome, everybody. This is the Reality Czars podcast, and we're your hosts, Nate and Thomas, the Paranoid American. Yes, me. And we have Tate. <laughs> I just asked you. Tayana. 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 Man, I'm so bad at that. I want to say an H, because in Mexican, J's are H's, so I want to call you Tejana. Anyways, I'm I'm bad at names, apparently. Thank you so much. You go by Truth Seeker. And, uh, oh, it's okay. I've, I've... Oh, no, we're having audio problems again. So, can you hear us again? Oh, no. I, yeah, I can't now I can, yeah. Okay, cool. So for those that don't know, uh, you are somewhere in the middle of nowhere. And so you're having some internet issues. Uh, but we're excited that you can be here today. I don't know if she heard us. Tayana, can you hear us? Hmm. Nope. I, uh, yeah, there we go. Now, now you're back. <laughs> okay, great. Okay. Um, can you hear us now? Can you still hear us? I can. Let me just, uh, shut up, shut off my. Okay. Perfect. Uh, now. Okay, can you hear us now? Check, 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 check. I can hear you now. Okay, okay, perfect. Okay, so I can cut this all out and we'll just start from here. So we'll start like all the way over again. All right, welcome everybody. This is the Reality Zars podcast and we're your hosts, Nate and Thomas, the Paranoid American. What up? And we are so stoked. And I screwed up your name the first time we tried to do this intro anyways. So I'm going to try not to do it again the second time. Tayana. Did I do that? <laughs> Tayana, like, like Diana. <laughs> yes, Tayana, that's right? correct. I can't, I can't it's all that. good, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay, well, I apologize about that. So, yeah, that's definitely it. Honestly, everybody pronounces my name. Uh-oh. Tyana. Yeah, no, it's okay. Everybody pronounces my name wrong. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, we are really excited to have you here. And you go by Truth Seeker online. And just for those that don't know, you're in the middle of nowhere. And so that's why we're having some uh, internet issues, but it seems to be working now. So I'm excited to talk to you. All right. So if you wouldn't mind, uh, would I'm you tell everybody? On your show too. Awesome. Uh, would you tell our audience uh, where they can find you? Where's the best places to find you? Uh, TikTok. I'm pretty big on TikTok. Um, my website right now is truthseeker01011news.com. Um, I, I have not had any time to update it, though. So I'm trying to find some time there. Uh, Instagram, I kind of uh, mimic TikTok. Um, and then on Twitter is usually where I do my political trolling. I just troll politicians all day on there. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, it's it's the good old days again on Twitter. You can say all kinds of crazy crap again. And yeah, I was I've been banned off Twitter a couple times. I'm currently shadow banned, I think now. But uh, uh, yeah, those are the good old days. Yeah. And it seems like they're back. So that's fun. So Drew Sika, um, I heard you on uh, my friend Ron show, Ron from New England. Love that guy. And I've heard oh, you, yeah. I've heard a few of your videos and dude, they're, they're crazy, man. They're, they're, uh, they're very informative. And, um, I think more people need to hear what you have to say. Um, you were talking about like, uh, well, I guess I'll, I'll let you have the carpet if you want. Um, like the one thing that I was hearing you talk about recently, I think fairly recently, you were talking about like, um, 
uh, different localized um, uh, local governments that were um, that in times of emergency they have like uh, power to uh, take private property. Was that the was that the case? Uh, no. So what's happening right now in Canada and Alberta is they're uh, making laws and passing laws behind our backs so that they can take our property mm. and that they can implement 15 minute cities. They're called land grabs, pretty much. Uh, government will tell you that, you know, it's just them putting in extra rules and laws in place um, so that we can manage our own land better, even though most of us are completely rural and have nothing to do with cities. Yeah, that's pretty wild stuff. Um, can you tell us a little bit more about them implementing the 15-minute cities? Yeah, so basically they're trying to sell it with convenience. And they're basically saying that you will have everything within 15 minutes of living. Um, so you'll have a doctor's office. You'll have a grocery store. Um, you'll have basically all the conveniences that you need within 15 minutes of driving. And what they're not telling you, though, is that the surveillance behind it is a complete surveillance state. Like there are certain cities that want wearables and sensors at all times. And it's it's I mean, I have no idea what's happening to Canada, but I have a feeling we're completely infiltrated by, I don't know, something sinister and a complete globalist foreign body. I mean, it's just it's insane. And the fact that some people. They're just conspiracy theorists, even after the whole vaccine push, even after every time in Canada last three years is absolutely mind boggling that certain people are still so asleep. And I mean, not even asleep. I think at this point you're just lacking IQ and I have no idea how you're managing to live life. If you still believe that, like, you know, conspiracy theorists are just, you know, these crazy wild out people that have wild ideas considering what happened with the vaccine and the whole pandemic thing. Yeah, hundred um, percent. What you were talking about, maybe there being like a foreign government usurping Canada. Uh, I, I mean, lots of people look at places maybe like China, or I mean, I look at places like Israel. But like, you also have to just um, kind of keep your eyes on Switzerland because that seems to be like Geneva, like that 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 area there. Um, I look at places like the World Economic Forum. Uh, that was started by uh, the Fabian Society. And when they talk about um, when they talk about having those young world economic leaders in Canada and they say that they have like I think like Klaus Schwab has boasted that like half of uh, Trudeau's uh, like flunkies or whatever are uh, their young world economic leaders or something like that and people in your parliament, that is having like a foreign government kind of a takeover because what they're really saying is, Oh yeah. The Justin Trudeau government. Uh, oh, go sorry. ahead. I was just about to say, I'm like the entire liberal government um, in Canada, a hundred percent, all of them are infiltrated. Um, it seems like the conservative government isn't that far lagging with their um, players as well. So basically Canada is um, the world economic forum, like kind of a uh, testing ground. And it's absolutely sad. It, people are, people have had enough um, in Canada. It's just Canadians are very meek and quiet in general, but I mean, the government, it really is pushing people um, way too far than they should have and way too fast. And um, I think that's going to be their number one mistake. I basically think Justin Trudeau caused, like, basically caused the entire cabal to lose with the emergency act that he did because he went into people's banks accounts and completely froze bank accounts during the trucker protest. Yeah, that's fascinating. Why do you think it is that Canada, Canadians in general, are just kind of relaxed and kind of easygoing? Like, uh, I, well, I used to think that Americans had more backbone um, until all of this happened, and then we all just kind of like bent over and took it. Uh, so now I've kind of lost hope in Americans in general, uh, but Canadians just seem like 
They seem nice. Too nice. <laughs> it's like you guys stayed with the crown. Um, they stayed part yeah. of like... <laughs> Oh yeah, Canada. Canada definitely has kind of lost its backbone, especially with um, areas like Toronto and Vancouver, which are like our largest cities. And I don't know, they've just infiltrated their minds and their culture in the sense of the way that they think that if they don't vote liberal, they're basically like the worst people on this planet. And I mean, it has now been leaking that ideology into some of the inner parts of. Um, Canada as well. And people are literally saying that they're voting liberal because they're smart, yet they barely finished high school. So I'm now I'm thinking I'm like by proxy, if you vote liberal and you go get like five shots, you're considered smart. I mean, we live in an upside down world and it's absolutely insane. Yeah, absolutely. And like you said, uh, the conservatives don't seem that far behind on it. Um, it where we're at, it kind of feels like, uh, well, like our friend Isaac said, it kind of seems like it's Coke and Pepsi. And uh, the conservatives will talk a good game, but whenever they get in charge, nothing seems to change. So it's um, it's almost like the Uniparty, where they have different flavors and they will sell you on different talking points. But like the more important things, the things that keep their structure and keep their power, uh, those things never seem to change. Oh, yeah, 100 percent. Like, basically, I think people are starting to wake up that both the left and the um, right are basically the same wings of the same bird, um, just opposite wings of the same bird. And we're headed in the same direction. And it's up to us to kind of rein that bird back because it has been allowed to pretty much go ungoverned and unchecked for so many years. So many people were just saying things like, oh, I I'm not into politics. And I rather spend my time doing this and it's like no these are the people that are leading all of our policies and our lives and they're pretty much leading the propaganda and all of the mainstream media all of hollywood and if we don't start raining things things are going to get out of control pretty quick and then they did and um i mean what happened in 2020 shouldn't have happened but it did wake up a lot of the sleeper cells I mean, they're dazed and confused now. They have no idea which way to turn, but at least they're waking up. So now it's just a power struggle again between those who are awake to try and actually awaken them and the government trying to put them back asleep. I've got a, a novel question here, and this this is a little bit open-ended, but what is the benefit to people to waking up? Like, let, let's say that that you care about, you know, the, the price of things and your kids going to school and just normal everyday problems doesn't waking up and realizing that everyone is out to get you. Um, like what advantage does it give you other than just making you feel a little bit worse? And, and that's a leading question because I feel like that's why people don't wake up. And like all it does is adds more onto your plate. It doesn't necessarily make life any easier. So there, there feels like there's no financial or social or even personal incentives other than just wanting to know the truth but it's you know like our, our best friend al gore says it's a very inconvenient truth i mean that that is true waking up does suck but at the end of the day you're still getting kicked in the face it's just uh while you're asleep and getting kicked in the face you think it feels nice but you know you're still going to be bruised the prices are still going to go up um, when you're awake, it sucks. You feel the pain while you're getting kicked, but at least you have the capabilities to stop the kicking. So that's what I always tell people. Um, yeah, waking up sucks, but then you become pretty much um, an agent to push back on all of the garbage that they put on us instead of just the cattle in the feed waiting for your turn to enter like the slaughterhouse next. I like to think, too, that we need to know i don't know thomas you're kind of right in a lot of ways where like it ultimately you well that's a it's it's kind of a black-pilled thought right so it's kind of in a way it's like what good is it to know because we're not going to be able to stop or change anything anyways and then we might as well just be happy get our stupid shot and our free donut 
Yeah, go back uh, into the Matrix and eat yeah, the steak. Just go back in the Matrix and eat the steak. Right. But I like to think that there's a small <laughs> hope. <laughs> I like to think that there's a small hope if we fight back. Well, just to be clear, I'm, I'm one of those people when I go to the dentist, I make sure that they've got nitrous and I and I pretend like it doesn't affect me until it like really affects me. So I, I don't know. I feel like maybe I would be what's the guy his name? Cyrus, like the one that's like, <laughs> you know, just give me the steak. <laughs> <laughs> uh, see, I've been trying to get out of the matrix for so long and I keep telling people it's so easy. All you have to do is turn your back on it and then it ceases to exist. And then we make our own reality because you can't fix the matrix. The matrix was made so that we lose. It was designed that way. It was built that way. And um, trying to fix the matrix is basically, I think, one of those um, directions that people get everything wrong. What we need to do is ignore the matrix, turn around, and then build a complete new system that works for us and that actually like benefits us as a society instead of dumbing people down and just making them a bunch of useless eaters um, and then blaming them for being a bunch of useless eaters. That's that's that main thing that bothers me about the Matrix is they've made people stupid on purpose and then they turn around and they go, look how stupid they are. And it's like, you can't even disagree with them. You can't even disagree with the elites on, yeah, I mean, majority of people are dumb as hell. And um, then you kind of sit there in the middle thinking you're looking out at the cattle that's dumb and you're trying to wake them up. You're like, hey, they're going to send you to the slaughter. Please wake up. And then they call you names. And I mean, the only thing left to do is pretty much you look at the elites and start agreeing with them. And then it becomes kind of that black pill situation where you just kind of lose hope. And um, but more people are waking up. And it's kind of giving me hope um, that maybe there is a savior for humanity <laughs> or savings. You, you touched on something there that I really agree with, but it's it gets on some controversial area where you said that after a while you start to almost agree with the elite. And to, to me, like a really good example of that would be, for example, like the Electoral College. A lot of people point towards the Electoral College as the reason why real votes don't actually count and that it's only these electoral college votes that decide for at least for you know national elections and things like this but if you look if you look at the original concept behind the electoral college it essentially was that we can't trust people people are stupid so we can only really allow these like hand selected elites to vote on behalf of them their representatives right or our uh, democratic republic so those are the republics of the democrat you know of the democrat so so that's one of those instances and there was a, a great quote that i'll just like quickly butcher from thomas Sowell. but it was like if you're at sea on a cruise ship and the um the captain dies do you want to put it up for a vote for all of the passengers on the boat too or do you only want to take a vote from like the crew of the ship on who gets to become the new captain because if the whole boat votes you might get the guy that won you know like the luau contest the night before because everyone loves him but he doesn't know anything about boats. So this is on that like that slippery slope of, you know, do you withhold the power to just like a reserved elite group? And if you do, does that not make you like one of them, right? Well, well, I'll let. Uh, oh, yeah, Tana absolutely. And I told. Yeah, sorry. Oh, well, I mean, uh, here, here's the thing is I know if they actually gave us a chance and they told us the truth about our history, I mean, like human history, and they didn't hide any of the stuff that they did hide of former civilizations that were much more advanced than us, um, people wouldn't be this stupid, right? So they created this level of stupidity on purpose and i know that there's potential human beings to not be this dumb but unfortunately the way it is is i mean they've hidden everything absolutely every kind of knowledge um every kind of technology that would actually better us and now instead of realizing this and discussing this we can't even have discussions anymore like normal regular discussions People just get overly emotional. The ego gets in. And by the way, they made the ego on purpose. And now we're living in this like pyramid Ponzi scheme where everything is so corporate like that 
I mean, there's a reason why I only have like three friends and it's because I, the whole fake system, the whole being fake garbage, it's just, it's so tiring. I don't even understand how people can live that way. I mean, doesn't anyone look around and notice like, Hey, this, this is not how we're supposed to live. This isn't how it's supposed to be. I mean, I don't know. It's just, it really is. Sometimes humanity is disappointing and uh, sometimes I have hope. <laughs> Well, there's there's a couple things that I want to touch on. So when you were talking before, you were talking about how the Matrix was created this way and that there is no fixing the Matrix. And I want to like, yes, 100 percent like the Matrix was created this way and there's no way for us to change that Matrix because that is the system that they built. And then you said we need to turn around and build our own system. And the way I've described this um at times was uh like we're on the titanic and the titanic is sinking and there's just a few of us that like see that the that the ship is sinking and everybody else is like playing music and eating food and being assholes and we're like hey assholes the boat's going down and so they're just like eh, whatever so what we have to do is like instead of like instead of trying to convince people anyways we need to start building our own boat we need to start like breaking pieces or like starting to get like lifeboats and we need to be getting in the boat. And then when we have a structure, we can be like, look, we have an alternative because for so many people, there's no way that they will ever turn around and walk away out of the matrix if there isn't something else to go to. And so for me, that's what agorism is like. So agorism is the idea of like the counter economics. So it's like, it's like black market anarchism. So anarchism in the way that not that there's no rules, that the, that there's no rulers, because I think that the power, that institution is the corruptible factor. Um, and then more so than that, it's like we have to have an economic system like and we don't need credit cards. We don't need I mean, maybe we do, but they this is their system. This, this is their matrix and their banking system is corrupted. Uh, they're going to track and trace us. They're going to switch to these CBDCs. We need to have an alternative. We need to have these lifeboats for people because fuck them. I'm not taking your shots. I'm not taking your fucking, your, your chips. I'm not living in your 15 minute city. I will live in a cave and hunt rats before I do any of this shit. So we have to have a system in place that like, I don't know, maybe we're breeding rats. And maybe we're like, I don't, I don't know. That sounds awful, but uh, we, uh, but I like what you said. We have to turn away and walk away from, from Babylon, basically. Yeah, basically that is it. And um, I, I've told a video where I pretty, pretty much told people, listen, with every convenience that you sign up, you're basically signing your rights and freedoms away because they got us addicted to convenience. That was the drug. Um, the convenience made us lazy. The convenience made us uh, weak as a society. And then they morally corrupted us. And now everybody thinks that, you know, cutting your wood, like that's too much work. Oh, I'd rather just go into a 15-minute city. Um, some of the comments at the bottom were like, well, why would you raise your own chickens when you can just go buy it in a store? Then another guy was like, well, if you're not going to be part of the system, how are you going to buy your clothes? And I'm like, dude, I'm literally trying to tell you that we need to turn away from all of that and make our own. And you can tell people are just flabbergasted. It's like, do you understand that we survived on this planet without electricity and conveniences for thousands of years? And it's recently that we've got this. I mean, if we survive before, we can survive again. We just can't be lazy and sign up for conveniences. And the, some of the women are like, well, so does that mean not buying makeup? I'm like, yeah, we go back to being like ugly. Who cares? Like, I mean, I wake up, look like a swamp creature out here. Like, I mean, it's just, um, I don't know. I don't know. We've become way too, way too um, addicted to the convenience. And now it's going to cost us our freedom. And I think they planned this um, way, way back. You know, um, oh, sorry. Go ahead, Thomas. I'll just say I'm I'm probably one of the worst examples of this because I'm all about you know breaking away from society and and moving away from the 15 minute cities. But the moment you tell me there's no air conditioning, like I'm driving my ass right back to that 15 minute city and I'm planting my ass back down in front of the air conditioner. 
and sit in front of a, a big bucket of crickets and yeah. I mean, uh, crickets and a Slurpee, right? Because they, they'll still be uh, corn syrup. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, they'll yeah they'll be blended with fucking. Or those those nice syrup. little um, honey ants, right? Or lemon ants. If you come yeah, to Canada, you don't even need an AC. It's like minus uh, 35 degrees here today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you do need the heater. Good Lord. Um, yeah, that's fascinating. Yeah, I like what you said there. And um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, people, like you said, it, it people sold themselves for convenience and they sold their their personal responsibility and it's like technology as much as it was supposed to be like beneficial and helpful all it's really done is like as soon as like there was videos out as soon as there was movies people quit reading books there's like young people that literally don't know how to read and they swipe on the pages <laughs> uh-huh and they swipe when they type. They don't. They don't know how to spell. The phone corrects it for them. Like I, I'm watching that. I'm, I'm like we've we've almost ruined humanity within what a hundred years, a hundred years, and we're just like the biggest pussies in the world now. Oh yeah. Like the Bushmen are gonna <laughs> fucking eat our lunch. Honestly. <laughs> uh, I totally agree because it's. It's kind of sad. Like I'll talk to somebody just like 21 or 19 and they come out here and I have no idea what they're saying. I'm like, dude, I don't, I don't even know what that word means. And they're like, Oh, it means like cool. Or I got called a goat. And I didn't realize that that was a good thing. I almost went off on this <laughs> yeah. kid. He's like, you're a goat. I was like, screw you. You're, you're a freaking pig. And I'm like, whatever goat means. He's like, no, goat is like greatest of all or something. I was like, oh, sorry, dude. I'm like, didn't mean to call you a pig then. I was going to call you a donkey, but like, you know, thought we were name calling. Um, so yeah, it's just, uh, I find blue cap. Some kid was like blue cap. And I'm like, what? Like, what does that even mean? So I have to like Google things now. It's so sad. I feel old. It happens. Uh, there was something that you touched on that I was like, uh, you were talking about how women were saying that, um, like, so we're going to live with no makeup and, and, and you were like, Hey, we're going to be ugly. And I was like, you know, there's something about, um, the beauty standards that we hold right now are so fake it's so insane that like literally there's women that are comparing themselves to like AI bots and like into, into women that like um, put themselves uh, are like, are completely Photoshopped. Like the, the sexual ideal right now, or like whatever that is, is so fucking far from reality. So far from being human, it's disgusting. It might actually be way better if we went back to something previous and the whole uh, beauty standard changed again and then it wasn't something that was so unattainable it would probably bring actually like more happiness more stability to women in general because they wouldn't be trying to achieve something that actually doesn't exist in real life you know and uh then you were talking about how um people oh, I... uh, people waking up and things like that and they're having a hard time and i was just thinking it was like anytime somebody that starts to wake up and they start to see uh this matrix what happens they start getting depressed and kind of freaked out and what do they do they put them on like ssris they're like no you're crazy you should be happy this world is perfect and so here's some fucking drugs now go back to sleep you know it, this place is fucking wild <laughs> Oh, it is. Um, I, I know that as being a female on TikTok, like the one video I didn't even put any makeup on. Someone was like, why are you so pasty? It's like, dude, I live, live in Canada. I haven't seen the sun in like six months. And then if I, because I don't know how to put on makeup. So I use those freaking filters. Why do you use those filters? Are you trying to be fake? I'm like, no, it's because like literally I'm not glowing the dark paint over here. Like you cannot win. I swear. It's like they'll say um you know oh natural beauty and all of that stuff and you shouldn't make fun of women but man you should see some of the comments that i get and especially from other women like women mm -hmm. who don't even wear makeup will then the like worst. make fun of me for not wearing makeup and then i'll filter and they'll make fun of me for putting on 
oh, they are. And it's like, dudes, well, like, I don't care what I look like. I mean, I put the filter on because one, I don't have to take the makeup off afterwards. Two, I don't even know how to put that crap on. Three, I mean, it makes me look like I actually like have seen the sun in the last three months, which I haven't. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, it's I mean, it's just it's insane how programmed we all are. It really is because the programming has messed us up. It's made us depressed and we're all fake happy and people are so fake online. Um, everyone's just trying to piss contest each other on Facebook about like their vacation pictures and their family pictures, miserable in the background. So instead of taking all that energy that you're using to fake your life online and try and make it better, they're just trying to fake it more. And um, I mean, this is why I pretty much left society a long time ago and just went and lived out in the middle of nowhere. I'm like, baby goats in pajamas, that's my happiness. That's where I draw the line, you know? They don't judge me. I can wear my car hearts and my sweatpants all day, every day. And uh, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, society is kind of sad. And that's why when they said that they were going to push us all into 15 minute cities and try and land grab, I was like, absolutely not. I will literally go live in the middle of the woods with my baby goats. If I make leaves, then I uh, live in a 15 minute city. So when they're discussing these 15 minute cities, uh, is this supposed to be a voluntary thing? Like, are you going to have a choice to live there or not? Like, I've heard people talk about them. I've even heard, I've even seen supposed videos and pictures of like actual 15 minute cities that are currently happening in China. But I, I really don't trust any weird footage and videos that are coming out of China. I like, I, I just don't know what the fuck to believe over there. Um, but I'm, I'm really curious if you know, and I mean, they probably have to sell you on it being voluntary. Like these freaks, they need your compliance in a way Like they need you to say yes sometimes, or is, uh, do you have any information on that? Well, the one thing I have read, it's because I read every religious book that is out there. And then I read the Satanist book and basically Satan needs you to voluntarily love him but he will use every kind of tactic he can to make you think that you voluntarily kind of fell into it. So when they say 15 minute cities are voluntary, you know, you won't be restricted on moving. I always go, why the surveillance state? Like why the sensors, the wearables, why are the lights um, that are being put up sensing uh, in the also listening? Like they actually have radios to listen in on conversations. Why are we basically using facial recognition cameras everywhere to track your every move? I mean, it just seems like there's going to be a sinister thing. And then I've also read um, George Orwell's 1984. And I've also kind of gone through certain policies of insurance companies during 2019 and 2020. And um, basically what it seems like to me is the elites are kind of, how should I say this, betting on our behavior. Um, and so which with each crisis that they make, they put in, it's kind of like a game to them. They put in more restrictions and more freedoms just to see who figures out what and how they can corral, corral you into a situation that will benefit them financially. So I definitely don't think these 15 minute cities, um, will be voluntary much longer. That's how they'll present them so that they can set them up without any issue. Have they started uh, construction at all on any of these? Oh, yeah. All of the 15-minute cities have been in construction since the 1990s. Every single um, building permit is made so that a building can go higher. Um, every single structure or substructure that was made was made to sustain higher buildings and um, building up in the air. The way they constructed the roads the way they construct neighborhoods, um, the way they constructed the roads around neighborhoods and how to block them off. Um, you can see in the last, I don't know, probably 10 years, you'll see that there's a dollar store, a Starbucks, 
um, a doctor's office, a sushi place or a restaurant or anything, um, literally within 15 minute walk. And these little strip malls that everybody thought were just basically strip malls for convenience were being set up for these 15 minute cities. They've had these like puzzle pieces in place now for over, I don't know, 25 years if not more. I've only been in 25 years to see all the puzzle pieces that were coming in together. That's pretty fascinating. Um, yeah, I mean, you've seen these little things like um, supposedly in Portland, I saw a video of it, but I, I didn't go and check it out. There was like, there's little shitty convenience stores out here. They're called like Plaid Pantry. I think that was the name of this one. Uh, or it was some other, some shithole where you can buy beer at two in the morning. Um, so it, like during the COVID regime, like during, uh, you know, the lockdowns and shit, it had like a sensor that would read your, your temperature and then it would either unlock the door or not. <laughs> you couldn't go in Whoa. if you didn't read. And I was like, what the fuck is that real? And like somebody told me it was, and they told me where the address was, and I didn't go check it out. I didn't want that fucking thing flashing me. I don't know what the hell that is. Um, and that's fascinating and awful and scary. And then uh, in my old neighborhood, I moved about about two years ago. Uh, there had been all this farmland, and this is this is something that people need to realize too, is because like out where I'm at in Oregon is a really beautiful area, and where I was in Aloha had been all almost all farmland for like forever until like the last 20 years. And like the last area that there was like old farmland with like land that had been in families for hundreds of years kind of thing. Um, they were getting bought up and taken uh, by the city and they're building houses there now. And I picked up my son cause they had a little skate park over there. He was with a friend. And as I'm dri driving through it, it says like technology way and like all these weird fucking names. And I look and the whole new, the whole new, uh, it's a really nice neighborhood with really all brand new houses. They're all smart. They're, it's, they're all smart houses. They're all on these weird smart grids. Oh. They're all like, it's creepy as fuck. Um, it creeped me out because I knew like the houses oh, were that, looking at me. That's creepy. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think people understand what smart means, eh? Like everybody thinks that smart is like, like oh, intelligent, but smart just means self-monitoring um, assessment technology. So it's basically or self-monitoring, I think, yeah, something on, along that sense. And it just, just basically means that this thing is watching your every move and then putting all of that information into a cloud where an AI bot basically goes through it and decides whether you're a good person or a bad person, not a human being. Um, and I, I don't think people have researched much of like smart toilets will literally read like your urine level and your feces level. Like, why does the government need to know what I'm eating? Like, that's so creepy. I mean, and people are like, oh, no, that's good for me. I'm like, no, dude, it's not. I'm sorry. I'm from Bosnia. Like, we don't know. We don't trust the government back there like i don't it's creepy why does the government need to know my p and poo you know like content like i mean that's where i i click in and i'm like why is there another human being dictating to me what i should be what i shouldn't and how to live my life and people are just like oh, it's a good thing the government loves us i'm like no the hell they don't dude they're like betting money against you out on the stock market we're just cattle to them you know, it's, I mean, it's absolutely frightening, like where we're headed and the technology that they're using is all surveillance. That's what scares me. And people think I'm scared of technology. It's like, I'm not, I've got a master's in computer science, but I mean, where we're headed is just bad. I'm afraid of technology. I'm, I'm like, I foot in the door of like uh like modern conveniences like i wish we could keep air conditioning and heaters but then i'm also like half ted kaczynski i don't know i'm, I'm in a weird place but um what i would say <laughs> is uh well the way that i had it described to me like what how this would all work with all these smart devices in your house is that um it's also going to be set up like and it has to be set up with like cbdc's and it has to be set up like with uh um 
with like the the true ID kind of bullshit and a social credit score because the way that it's going to be um, done supposedly um, is that it's going to be like tied to your your health insurance and things like that. So they'll tell you uh, you're going to have to take this medication because uh, the meters that we have in your house and these <laughs> like this smart Fitbit that's around your wrist is saying that you have high blood pressure. So you need to take this pill. And then the way that it's going to check is when I go pee in that smart toilet, it's going to rat me out if I've been taking my pills or not. Yeah, we and just then, checked your poop, and it doesn't like like you're uh, consuming all of the government issued fluoride. So, 100%. naughty naughty. Here's here's your fluoride pills. Here's your fluoride <laughs> pills, and if you don't take those fluoride pills, then your health insurance just slapped you. You just have a higher premium now. Did you just drink three beers? Uh, your your re- smart refrigerator just ratted you out. You your doctor told you you're only allowed to have two. You know things like that, and um. Hey, your toilet just said that you had some beef. Where did you get that beef? You know things like that. Like you, you had your one hamburger this month, and I don't see any crickets in your shit. So you know it's gonna. It sounds exactly. like a fucking hellhole. <laughs> uh, the thing is, it is, and we're slowly getting there. They're just speeding it up right now, and um, a lot of people are asleep, and a lot of want to recognize what's actually happening, and they'll gladly walk into this. And I keep even thinking about the elites. Uh, um, you know, the more you push people into these things that don't want to be into these things, like you basically, they woke up a bear with me. It's like all you had to do was leave me alone, leave me alone on my acreage. You know what I mean? I come in, do minimal things, don't care what goes on. I just wanted to be left alone. But no, they just had to come and poke the bear. And it's like, you know what? Screw you. Like, why are we the ones that need to be surveillanced when literally the Justin Trudeau government has broken every freaking ethical rule and law in Canada and nothing happens to him? Where's his surveillance? You know what I mean? And people just can't see that. And during COVID, you know, they actually tested the sewer water for covid that's why we were kept locked down like they were actually testing sewer water like poop water and they're like oh there's some covid in here and so that means there's covid floating around so we're just gonna keep you locked up and i'm like that is the most unscientific dumbest thing i've ever heard in my entire life and these idiots are like yeah yeah covid's real let me slap on another mask meanwhile i'm like i haven't masked i didn't wash my hands I'm not vaxxed and it's been like three and a half years and I'm still waiting to get this thing. Like, I mean, people are just, I, it's, uh, it's frustrating. Trying to wake people up is the most frustrating thing I've ever done in my life. <laughs> yeah. Well, plus if everyone's in a 15 minute city, then everyone's guaranteed to get it at that point. Right. Because if you're, if you're always within 15 minutes of anywhere else you can go, then you're just nonstop in contact with people. Well, you'd think so, Thomas, but the second that they check it and find some COVID in your poop, your doors lock and you can't get out of your fucking house. You're just stuck now. (laughs) And so they could just, you're just fucking done. Yeah, I had heard that that, uh, the colleges, uh, some fucking college, they had been testing the poop and that's how they found that there was a, a... an outbreak of COVID and that's what, that's what they use for their justification to like lock down this one college. Yeah. I found that pretty fucking interesting um, and pretty scary. Awful. Um, And then I have a a friend at this point, we're in a dystopian nightmare. Yeah. I I have a friend that lives in China and he was telling me, uh, and I, I, I think I even read an article about this too, that like China is just telling you, um, have two weeks worth of food in your house because at any time we might just fucking weld you in. So it's on you to have two weeks of food in your house, which I mean, yes, you should just in case, but it's real fucked when your government's like, we're just, we're just sealing you in. So. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I, I just don't understand why I'm scared of this, that the government can tell us how to live. I mean, that should have been the first red flag for the government to be like, hey, you're not allowed to leave your home. It's like, first of all, 
I'm a sovereign human being. And if I want to go lick every freaking door handle out there, that's my prerogative. And if that thing is real, well, then I'm going to go. I'm going to go. I'm not going to go to the hospital. That's what I'm going to do. That's my decision. But they're like, no, no, you're not allowed to lick that door. It's like, well, I kind of want to now just to see if it's real. And then there was a guy that went around, <laughs> licked everything, and he was fine. But then they had to make, like, gent who went around, licked everything, and they're like, oh, he died. It's like, no, he didn't. Show me. Prove it to me. Okay, but bam. Minute, okay, he's dead now. Everybody took, like, 100%, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, literally, we had a guy that got hit by a car, and they're like, COVID case. I'm like, uh, I'm pretty sure he disagreed, dude. What? You know, and so, like, um, there was an outrage on that, and then the newspaper had to redact that. But the hospital literally put him as a COVID case. So that's where I was like, okay, this is a little off. Like, can everybody see this now? Nope. People were still like, well, they made a mistake. I'm like, no, that was not a mistake. Dude got hit by a car. Like that COVID case that's as a doctor who went to school for 12 years I mean at that point I've lost respect for every medical field that there is out there there's doctors out there they're like well I went to medical school I'm like oh so you're an idiot like straight up dude like after 2020 you guys are dumb I mean like I don't need I I don't trust them I don't trust anyone now I mean it got even worse for me who was awake but I literally don't trust any of them yeah, it's fascinating. Anyone that's like, um, I what? I can't, okay, I'm retarded. I'm gonna call somebody stupid right now, and I can't even. <laughs> but anybody that's like in, um, like high in education and high in education, Thomas, what the fuck's that called? What do you what do you call that if somebody's in in college and stuff? What is super uh, smart, super yeah, duper smart? Yeah, part of uh, academia. Anyways, academia. There you go. <laughs> Fuck, dude! You can tell I, I went to culinary school, and you can—it fucking shows. The place where they get smart get, from the book. Fans. Yeah, they get they get smart from the books. Yeah, all that. All I can cook a fuck out of an omelet. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, all right, I won't talk shit about it right now. <laughs> oh, please do! I'm like, I've got a master's degree, and I roast everybody that went to university. I'm like, you in like literally, they're just brainwashed. Like, all we learned was how to, you know, uh, memorize and regurgitate. And people are like, now 100%. we're smart. I'm like, no, the hell you're not, dude. The Pfizer CEO was a veterinary scientist, like PhD in veterinary science, and you're a sheep because you went there and took it, and you never asked what the source was. You never asked who the panel um, uh, experts were. Like, no one asked any questions. You just trusted blindly. And people are like, oh, well, of course we're going to trust them. I'm like, don't. Why? What do trust them? Because they're on TV? Because they have some special, like, position and power? I mean, if anyone has ever worked anywhere, you know that, like, when you were younger, some of the managers you had were complete idiots. And they only got there because you couldn't fire them. So you just gave them, like, a out in the corner. This is exactly what happens with, like, pharmaceuticals and the government and everywhere. I mean, shit, look, we've got Justin Trudeau as Prime Minister of Canada. You cannot get any dumber than that man. He's like a potato. Like the IQ of a potato, but not as useful as a potato. That's Justin Trudeau. He's not even very cute. I mean, he used to be kind of cute, but I guess his dumb is just coming out. Like, it, he doesn't do it for me anymore. Oh, I like the dumb cute ones. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's crazy. And you're absolutely right about doctors. They are smart in a way, but a lot of them are just, they're kind of selected. Like anybody that gets that high into academia, this is what I was going to say, um, and especially stays in academia, it's, um, it is about just being smart enough to learn these things. It's about, it's about being smart enough to being uh, to like learn what you're told and then regurgitate it and then reteach it. And so it's like you get rewarded for the level of brainwash. That's, that's what it is almost. And if you question it, then hundred percent, I could not agree more. hundred percent. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, I couldn't. It wasn't for me. I tried. Uh, I tried. Uh, you know, I would have gone to college, but you know, I knocked at my girlfriend when I was pretty young, and so I had to get a job quick. And uh, I thought for a minute that I'd get into <laughs> like a. I I really liked art, and I really liked history, and I liked philosophy. So all nothing the that makes things. money. <laughs> exactly. I liked all the dumb things that would that I'd never make any money. So, doing but anyway, but here's so. a uh, here's a sort of um, a devil's advocate point here, right? That if you're not spending your time milking your cows and feeding your chickens and and mending your own clothes and putting together your own shoes and tanning your own leather, if you're not doing all of those things yourself, that that is the only real condition when you have the luxury to study art and history and philosophy. If if you have to do all of those things all the time, then you're very unlikely to just like make a frivolous meme or, you know, uh, write like a historical fiction book that has no bearing on reality. Cause all of a sudden all that extra free time that you'd use to do those kind of novelty, you know, casual, um, recreation, like that means that you don't have shoes now. Right. Or like you don't have milk for that day or, or something big, you know, um, you go without. So, I mean, there's one side of it is convenience. Everyone just kind of sells their soul for convenience. But on the other side of that token is that's the only thing that seems it would open people up to pursue art and just lofty creative uh, goals and not having to, like, learn how to sew your own clothes. That's interesting. Uh, yeah, that's that's an interesting thought. But um, I kind of live that way. And the thing is, it doesn't actually take that long. Um, you milk a cow twice a day, um, once in the morning and once in the, in the afternoon, and usually takes about half an hour. You feed the chickens, you feed everybody. It's only an hour and a half with chores. Um, and then, of course, you have busier seasons, such as harvest season, and um, you know, in the fall when everyone's kind of butchering and making and preserving for the rest of the time. Um, it's actually not that of a lifestyle. You actually have a lot more time left over at the end of the day for philosophical questions and reading and stuff like that. Um, I actually find myself having a lot more time reading since I moved out of cities than when right after university where I tried to do that whole grinding. One, my personality does not fit into a corporate lifestyle and neither does my temper and neither, neither does uh, the fact that I have like zero filter like none at all and i mean like whatever's in on my mind i used to say it and uh, i used to get written up a lot in corporate settings but uh at the end of the day i'm like whatever it is what it is i'm not gonna lose my life on uh pretending to be a proper human being when i'm just being a human who's just human you know yeah 100 percent. and i think there's something that you touched on too is just like living outside of that city and not being in that city life um, you'd be surprised just how much of your life, like myself, I spend in traffic. Like so much of my fucking life is just driving back and to back yeah. and forth from like the grocery store to to work to this to that. Like if you are there, like you said, like there's gonna be harvest times. But I mean, like I'm just thinking like Laura Ingers. Ing Laura Ingalls Wilder kind of situation where like Ma and Pa would have like 15 kids. And that's because like during harvest season, like the whole family <laughs> gets together and does like harvest season, like the whole community kind of works together because it's like, I'm growing all the wheat. You're growing all the corn. This guy's got chickens. This guy has cows or maybe we all, you know, it's all barter trade sell kind of like a community where we all work together. So like maybe I'd go to your farm. I don't know. But like also, like you said, I think I could find a lot more time to read in a situation like that, too, because I'm not going to flip on the boob tube and watch whatever America's top model or some like next bullshit, you know, awful thing. And I might have time to read more. Thomas, what are you thinking? Exactly. Thomas, you're on mute, buddy. Another counterpoint mute. here, because you were you were saying a few things <laughs> that, that was scaring me, because it's like, you know, that's when you've got all the kids come out and they all help. What if you don't want kids, right? And what if you truly don't want to be around other people and you just want to live an isolated life? It seems that that option does not exist for you in that sort of reality, because it's just one 
bad season, right? Or you, you screw up the pickle process and now you don't have food. And if you haven't made like a community of friends and you haven't gone and created a swarm of children to like help, you know, uh, with just like chores, then, you know, are you just screwed? So if you truly are just like a hermit loner, does that mean you just died the first problem that you run into? Okay, but what do you do in like uh, in a in this world here? Because like you're gonna have to fucking well, get your ass to you, work. Well, yeah, you, you like, just go to work and earn some money, but you don't have to be friends with anyone. You don't have to like make nice. You don't have to have kids. You can go and just you do have a to thing. make kind of nice. You have to sort of make nice. <laughs> well, yeah, you have to get along okay. with your coworkers. You gotta like you have to be somewhat social. If you, or if else you, you're getting fired. If you get paid to trim trees or something like that, though, which is very lucrative, right? Very lucrative job. But maybe you could do that still. But you could like, be an asshole. I've, dude, I've yeah. hired so many assholes that trim my trees because I don't need to have a philosophical debate. I just need that <laughs> tree trimmed. You know what I mean? So, so, I mean, in that case, right, that tree trimmer guy, he can be a single asshole that doesn't want kids and doesn't want friends and still can more or less go home and live in luxury and drink his three beers uh, uncontested, you know what I mean? But you put that guy in the middle of this like homesteader world. What if he doesn't want to get up and milk the cows? What if he? Maybe I'm talking about myself here, right? <laughs> if maybe I don't want to get up and milk the cows at, at six a.m. or I want to sleep until one or anything. I mean, do I literally just die? Is is that no. my option? Is that well, I die? maybe. Yeah, I, I mean, you could, I guess, if you really wanted to. Because it, it would but, be a hard sell, well, because now if the Matrix starts to crumble, and you're like, hey, it, you know, we've got this other option, we can homestead, but then the people that made the Matrix can just be like, well, we got Matrix 2.0, and it runs faster, and it runs cooler, and you're going to like it more, and you don't own anything, and the crickets are tasty. I mean, it seems like a better sell, because it's like, hey, you can eat crickets and live longer, <laughs> or you can go be a homesteader, and just hopefully you don't starve in the first month. Good luck. Well, I don't so, like. <laughs> is that Darwinism, Thomas? I I don't know, buddy. Like maybe, or maybe you're gonna have to go move to Matrix 2.0 if you want to be a complete antisocial asshole. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is the best conversation ever because I'm a hermit introvert. And the thing is, everyone that homesteads are the exact same way. But if a neighbor is in need, um, the thing is, is we all come and help because we've all been there. But everybody else just does not want to talk to anybody. Um, except for during hunting season, we'll all get together and we'll all kind of group hunt. And then we'll um, split up the meat between families and stuff like that. So it's basically minimal um things you just have to be uh, i mean pretty sure if you're an asshole to your neighbors they're not going to help you out in a time of need they might minimally but um as long as you're just courteous uh, most of us are actually very hermited and that's why we live the life that we live sometimes true, we'll get like bonfires going where like 10 people will get together and we'll just like, get stupid drunk and people pass out all over your yard and wake up in the morning at like eight with mosquito bites all over them and uh but i mean it is it, it is a very um calm life it, it is a very hermited life now if you don't milk your cows then the cows um they, the teats actually become infected so you're not gonna die but the cow will <laughs> all right <laughs> Diana, uh, we're getting up to your uh, your time that you have to go by. Um, we really appreciate this. This was a fun conversation. Yeah, I was about to say. Um, can you tell everybody one more time where they can find you? Awesome. Thank you guys for having me. Oh, yeah, sorry. Uh, TikTok, uh, truthseeker01011 or uh, 011news.com. Awesome. And we found you on Instagram, so... You're also there. Well, thank oh, yeah, right. I've got Instagram. Else. I forgot about that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful evening. Thank you. Thank you, Tiana. Thank you, Tiana. Hey, buddy. Do you want to throw your plugs out real fast? Uh, yeah, man. It's always, it's always. This is my my headliner here, the paranoid pamphlet about MK Ultra, and you can see that at paranoidamerican.com, and uh, all of the super spicy memes that are getting me banned off of every platform possible. So check out Paranoid American on Instagram before that's gone. Hell yeah, dude! 
And, dude, that was a fun conversation. It was really too bad that the internet sucks so bad. So anybody listening, we love you. Thank you so much for making it this far. Um, And good night, everybody.